This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader the station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Welcome back and happy Thursday. All right, guys. Well, we're back to do the whole recap. I mean, this Vanderpump Rules reunion part two was a little interesting to me. Ryan Bailey and I were just talking about how it seemed like a little bit of a filler, but he made a great point saying that there was also great dialogue. So I wanted to ask you guys what you would rate this episode one to 10, 10 being the highest. And before we get into it, don't forget to smash that like button and let's show Ryan some love. Hello. What's How's up, guys? Going, man? Uh, I'm up and at him on this uh, fine Thursday morning. Hey, that's if you're not up and at him, what are you? People don't realize it's 9 a.m. over here. So you are in the cushy spot of a 12 p.m. recording. I'm in a 9 a.m. recording, and there's a vast difference in those three hours. Yes. Double espresso? I, I, yeah, well, I went, no, just a regular coffee, but I'll keep oh, drinking no. regular coffee throughout the day at this point. Okay. Fair enough. Um, we have eight, nine, eight, eight. I uh, love Ryan Bailey. Okay. Three, That's five. Ryan, I loved your interview with Katie. Thank eight, you. Seven, ten, ten, ten. Okay. Ryan, what are you giving this? I give it an eight. Like I said earlier, it's not going to meet anybody's expectations. It's the middle part. You know, like the middle part's never going to like satisfy because we're so close to the end. But I will say, you know, like we didn't have the revelation, but I think the human behavior still exhibited by all these cast members at this level is still really fascinating. Even if you took away Scandaval, they just communicate so uh it's very entertaining the way DJ James Kennedy speaks, the way Andy reacts, the way Sheena had so many good moments. So you're kicking it out to some of the other cast members, but we want to see the Ariana Tom fight. We want to see Raquel out there. So you have to keep the audience interested by getting those cutaways from Raquel. But there's so much good. You had the you had the the off the the lunch moment where you know Sandoval's dressed like a uh, he's listens to the Cure nonstop. He's out there all in black. He's like, I don't want to film, dude. Like that was amazing. So there's all these little pieces, but it's that thing that like let's just see the end. Let's see the main events. But I would say at eight still. I mean, it wasn't bad. Right. It wasn't bad. It was just never going to meet every expectation because they keep teasing this stupid revelation, which I think is now. A revelation, but I also think it's just part of a thing to keep us frenzied. Like, it's probably not going to be as big like normal Bravo 
shit. It it will probably not be as big as what we're anticipating. But also, that's not just on Bravo's, you know, plate. That's also on the fans because they're they're like, you know, there's something that we want them all to consider. And we're like, oh my God, something to consider. How do you consider a six-figure paycheck? This shit must be big. And then we turn it into a frenzy kind of. I think the big revelation is already happened. It's that Tom and Raquel had an affair. I think that was the big revelation and anything it's not, you know, and if there is something even bigger than this, I think it would have slipped by now. I think it would have, I think there's so many things that you'll keep finding out about this relationship that are kind of shocking in a weird way, but it's, we're going to eventually become desensitized to it as an audience because we are at this high level of anticipation that whatever does come out. And we've now dealt with some pretty shocking things for this show, particularly that it doesn't really, it doesn't really matter. I mean, we're just not going to feel the same way. So you can't keep ripping that bandaid off. Um, But I I have a feeling there's going to be revelations. It's not just, it's going to just not be what we like. We had her pregnant a couple weeks ago. You know, like we, we've we've done already. I didn't get her Even pregnant, if, but somebody uh, did, and it was a couple well, weeks ago. I mean, we're saying wild things already. So, you know, the rumors that we're making up are probably way more explosive than what's actually happened. No, I agree with that. I agree with that. Uh, Jennifer Williams said, "Did you notice in Rachel's one-on-one that she said things didn't get romantic until July?" But I'm telling. They did the deed while she was with James. That's the reveal, I think. Thank you, Jennifer Williams. Actually, Ryan, before we move on, what do you think the reveal is? I think the reveal is the timeline. I think that's part of the reveal is that, to her point, I do believe this was going on a lot longer. Maybe not romantically, but maybe there was a physical moment. Uh, you know, I really had wanted that not to be true, but I'm thinking if, you know, cause we got that piece of information on the supersized episode last week that it was, uh, in the hot tub at Coachella rate, you know, so m- maybe it was going on even before that, which I think would be relatively shocking. The part that Alex Baskin, the executive producer said that like, I think screwed him is that he said, these people might not want to sign up if they know. And that's the thing is we keep racking our brains of what could be the thing that would, like you said, make make them not want to make money for another year. And I just don't think there is anything. I also think one of the reveals is going to be is that they are splitting off these shows, is that you are going to have the Vanderpump Valley that keeps, you know, that we were supposed to have a couple of years ago. I think that's where Jackson, Brittany, Dodie, I think you are having that worked on as we speak. I don't know if they will reveal it there, but that is another reveal, I believe. And I believe we're going to have a real strong focus on Schwartz and Sandy's next season. I think also you're going to find out the reveal that potentially Schwartz and Sandoval has not talked since the reunion, have not talked. Wait, have you, so wait a minute, do you, have you talked to anybody to lead you to believe that they might actually be doing some sort of spinoff? Or is this? I, I have, yeah, I have talked to somebody that I've talked to a couple of people that I believe that, but I, like I said, I don't have, I don't have full confirmation. So I, I, I but I, but if you look at every, I don't know, it, it's not within the realm of possibility. Um, and, you know, of course, Jax keeps teasing like some big thing or coming back to the show. Uh, the ratings are the highest they've ever been. But even if you think about Vanderpump rules, how do you actually inject Jax and Dodie back in on a regular basis. Right. I do think they might try to split the shows. And uh, I think, I think they're working that out as we speak. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. I mean, I spoke to, 
I spoke to someone who is on the cast asking if the whole thing was because at first I thought it was the whole pregnancy thing which got debunked. Then it was the Lisa Vanderpump potentially knowing, and then she went on Twitter and was like, "That ain't it." And then I was like, "Okay, maybe it's they were hooking up while she was still with James." But then I asked a cast member, I was like, "Or is it the fact that they already started?" Because way back when I had a friend who was featured on the trailer this season who said. They had a friend who was working at Shorts and Sandys who had been interviewed. Now, mm-hmm. Vanderpump Rules, they always do for the new seasons interviews at every single restaurant and they try to figure out who's in, who's out, what's going on. And I thought maybe, okay, they signed a deal to have a spinoff at Shorts and Sandys and that the cast would be pissed because they feel like they're rewarding Tom's bad behavior. But I don't know. that the, the person that I talked to said, that's not true. Um, thank you so much for the super chat. I hope the reveal won't be a letdown like Beverly Hills reunion. Otherwise, this is my favorite duo, not counting Jason. Hey. Uh, take that, Jason. Take that, Jason. Yeah. I think if it was going on during the engagement, James will be the first to sign the contract and he'd film with Tom and Raquel. I pray it's nothing to do with Brock. I don't think it's anything. Well, you know, the, the filming with, because that was the thing I keep asking on my show is that who's going to be the first to like break down and say, sorry, Ariana, I got to film with Tom and Raquel. And yeah. I think we saw that this week is I don't think, I think it's going to be Sheena. And Sheena actually mentioned that this week because uh, you know, Tom, unfortunately, his, you know, he had a best friend from St. Louis. I think his name was Allie and he passed away, unfortunately, a couple of weeks ago. And Sheena, I believe it was on her podcast or Jack. You can't even keep track of these podcasts with these Vanderpumpers anymore. No. But they uh, I think Sheena said she had texted Sandoval and reached out to him and that potentially he might have blocked her number because it didn't go through. Um so I think Sheena maybe is the first, and I don't, I don't think Sheena would do it to get back at any, I, I don't think there's ill intent if she did film with Sandoval, yeah. but I think these people are all used to doing a reality show. So, you know, our anger is potentially subsiding in certain ways. And I think the cast, their anger is subsiding in certain ways as well. Like, I don't think they'll ever trust Tom or want to be good friends with Tom, but I do think they will continue to make a reality show from this point. Right. I feel like they know that they have to they have to film with everybody in some capacity. And also there is I mean, there are rumors that there might be some financial incentives in order to get people to film with him. But like you said, I also think that Sheena would be the first one to cave. But I want to get into something. I'm going to play you a video before I do Deeks. I think it could be that a producer caught Tom and Rachel and Tom paid them or something like that could make the cast not trust production. I don't think that's it. But thank you. But, but, but I, I agree with that sentiment. That that was one of my first guesses too. Was that if 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 Ariana had found out that production had known, what a horrible slap in the face to not give her a heads up. I totally agree with that. But they're saying that's not it. But I will say I was out with somebody that worked on the show recently and saying like, of course there were like suspicions, but you got to there were suspicions for this whole cast over the last ten seasons. It yeah. wasn't anything that they could ever like point a finger to this is also a very weird friend group that they are weirdly incestuous and hang out with each other and like dance with each other go to concerts with each other and it's not usually been an issue so this was something that was kind of just normal tom's a weird guy hanging out at the abbey all times of night which is you know like the number one gay bar in the world so it was like tom just would go there just for fun yeah exactly All right, guys, over 850 in the room. Smash that like button. Show some love. I'm going to play a video for you guys and also Ryan really quick because last night, Tom Sandoval told Lala, you pulled out your IUD the day that you found out Stassi was pregnant and Lala is reacting. Hold on. 
tonight is the second time I have seen Sandoval diminish the conception of my beautiful, magical daughter. Magical. I'm disgusted. Makes me sit here and question who the fuck raised you and how they must be sitting there going, do we really got to claim this fucking guy? Really? I'm so glad that I did not hear that at the reunion because I'm telling you what, these mama bear paws would have mauled the fuck out of him. Sandoval, you better watch your fucking tongue. When you talk about me, you keep my daughter out of your mouth. That's where I fucking draw the line. You can come for me all day long. You leave her out of this. That baby was brought into this world out of love, respect, and my my relationship may have gone to shit, but that little girl is the best thing that ever fucking happened to me. How dare you? I mean, is is Ocean a magical baby? Does she have powers? Does she? Is she has she powers. Yes, Ryan. No, she I mean, I think she's very cute. I didn't know she had like actual powers. No, I she's mean, a little like, Cinderella. Lala is so much like 50 Cent that it's funny. Like, I mean, it's I mean, this is part of the Vanderpump economy of like keeping things going like, you know, the send it to Daryl's and all that that stuff. I mean, I I really was shocked last night and I'm glad to hear that Lala said, thank God I didn't hear that because I was wondering how that got past Lala last night. And it's a very practiced line by Sandoval. That's a very cutting line that I know Sandoval couldn't have thought up in the spot. Oh, he totally practiced it. Yeah, so Sandoval had that line at the ready, but it's such a dark line that he really... Uh, what a way to just even look douchier. Yeah. Well, and it's also like... I mean, even when... San- Let's get into the reunion for a second, because when Sandoval multiple times is like, oh, is that your jail- get-out-of-jail-free card? It's like, you already know. He's like, like yes, it's the get- yes, that's the card we're playing today. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It was almost like when Tom Shorts was like, that's cool. I used to have a bar on the finale, and Lala was like, yeah, and we're right now trying to burn it down. And it was like, Jesus. But for this situation, Tom Sandoval kept on saying, this is your get out of jail free card. But I totally agree. I think that he came pre, I think he pre-planned his answers for everybody, his comebacks for everybody. And I think that he tried to coach Raquel. And I think that Lala hit the nail on the head because there was a fan who asked her, do you think that it's kind of not fair that Raquel got to watch everything on the monitor and get to come up with her answers ahead of time and see what Tom was saying. And she said, no, because there's too much to remember. She needs to remember her one-on-one, what Tom's saying, what she said, all of the things. And I also thought in my mind, I don't think it's unfair that Raquel is watching it on the monitor because all of you guys get to be in the room and hear it anyways. So had this restraining order not been in place, she would be there listening to all of it anyways. Well, I think Raquel needs as much help as she can get. Like I'm allowing her to cheat on the test and it's still, we're not getting anything still. So she's obviously been coached by Sandoval. She's watched from the trailer. She's what, and it's still, we're getting zero. We're getting nothing. And like I, you know, said from the beginning, even during the season, Raquel, Rachel is the biggest question mark out of all of these fools because you do not get a read on her at all. Her facial expressions are zilch. The fact that, I mean, the the embarrassing part of all of this is 
you know, like Tom is like, uh, you know, saying at this point, like he was in love with her, all of this stuff. And I'm like, you're in love with that. No offense to Raquel, but it's like, he must've just been the one steering every one of those conversations. And to me, that's the blind leading the blind Tom, you know, I know Tom's offended during last night's reunion or in a a cut scene that's on the peacock thing of like, uh, you said I wasn't smart, Ariana, you said, and that seems to be a big thing with him. And he doesn't come off as smart, but Raquel is like a negative smart. There's just doesn't seem to be anything there. And I, I will tell you, I think that's another potential big reveal that will come out is that because I think she's you not will, smart. Well, no, I think you will. I, I mean, I think, you, I think it will come out that she has some sort of diagnosis and I, I whatever you want. I mean, I'm telling you like she, she's, that's not normal in any sort of way. I'm, and I'm, I don't even, I don't even think that's conniving and mean and all of that stuff. I, there's some, there is a processing issue with her period. You right. don't go into that situation and have that one line with Sheena of like, I guess I should have written her a letter. Like it was the weirdest, like you did. I, I, I don't know. That's just, it's bizarre on so many levels. It is bizarre. And then, you know, when you have Tom and Ariana going back and forth, you know what this seems like? Let me hit this really quick. Shady Millennial, take away from this reunion, James is cut and Raquel's dad is uncut. <laughs> okay. Also, ah. what's what's with Sandy saying Lala had a UTI when Stassi found out that she's pregnant? No. Okay. No. <laughs> no. Okay. UTI. Shady Millennial, we get the name behind it. But no, I was going to say, Thank you for the super chat. I was going to say really quick that I feel like for Tom Sandoval that he genuinely there was like an issue of sort of like a I'm the man here and feeling like a little diminished by the way that Ariana spoke to him. But Ariana's just like, I say what I like. I'm not saying I'm being the most transparent on camera. And you're saying that I don't want to share things when I'm sharing exactly how I feel. It kind of seems like you're the one who don't want to share things. And I'm like, every time that Tom said every single calculate he shouldn't have come in calculated because every time he's trying to land it, it's not landing. Well, but but Tom's always been that way from everything that we've been told. And for for this, this is like a warm up to the Howie Mandel interview that he eventually did. So he was like workshopping things here that he got way more in depth with on the Howie Mandel and it had not gotten any better at that point. So like this guy is trying. But the sad thing is he would have been so much more successful if he just came in not trying at all just like saying like i don't even know why i did this i realize how like the fact that he's still trying to fight this is so weird because it's not going to come to a point where on the third reunion andy's like you know what i totally see why you did this now all good all is forgiven and him fighting up against this just still makes the audience think that like you still don't think you did anything wrong to some degree and on top of it it reads very much like he is He's been harboring deep anger towards Ariana for years. Right. Also, the 50 days sober shit, I'm not buying it. But yeah, I mean, that's another weird thing, too, is that I, but okay, imagine he's still doing the Schwartz's mom bit on the road. He's still doing all of this. And if him and Schwartz aren't talking right now, that is just, it, I don't know, it's just too sticky. He's doing like the Raquel shout outs and he's doing the show. And it's like, it's just really cheesy on top of a tragic event. So I'm curious. I don't know. Like, I guess he's, this is his music is his therapy, but it's another dark aspect of this, of just still being out there in people's faces and, and that then being upset that people are coming to the show doing like team Ariana stuff. I mean, what would you expect at this point? Well, that exactly. I mean, honestly, exactly. And then 
I'm going to read this really quick, but then I was going to say something about what what Raquel addressed with uh, Sandoval. Stasi said that Sandoval preps for every reunion with notes since season one, so he has an arsenal of dirt to make himself look better. Not going to work this year. Ugh. And then Big Apple Girl said, I nearly spit out my wine when Rachel said that they weren't liars because the affair was on- the only thing that they lied about. Like, that's not enough. Yes. Me- yeah, that's a big that's a big thing, by the way. It's she was like, we fuck- know we're not liars except for this uh, except for this this big affair. And it's like, well, that's the that's the biggest one you could lie about. Like, that's pretty pathological because you've had to tell all of these lies based off of that lie. And even Tom in that moment, you could see he was like. Oh, like there are moments when I think Tom is waking up to the fact that Raquel is a little different, like in those situations, like you can see, you know, Tom still realize. I think this might have opened up Tom's eyes about this relationship that he's considered getting his mojo back, that it's like, wow, because he's in, you know, he's at war right now. And then Raquel's right across from him and she could be anywhere. She doesn't seem like she's feeling the same pressure and intensity that potentially he is. Right. And then, you know, there are a few things that she keeps bringing up to him. Like, you know, at the finale when she was like, you said you loved Ariana too. How do I know that you won't do this to me? And then from there, like last night when on the part two of the reunion, when she's like, you know, the way that you explained your relationship with Ariana is not the same way that I'm watching it on the screen. I've seen everything. And he's like, no, you don't understand. Ariana has been super critical of me. They like pan over to a shitty green suit. She told me that it didn't look good. Yeah, the fashion thing. It didn't look good. And then all of a sudden she told me I was fashionable. These are all really minute, minuscule things that, uh, and also if you're in a relationship for nine years, you are going to have this kind of relationship where you do call out your partner in a joking way. You do, I don't know. I feel like Tom has built these things up. I, I always say on the show, he's reverse engineered things where he cheated and then realized he had to sell it to an audience. And so then he went back and was like, okay, what can I pin this on? Can I pin it on? Okay. You know, I think Ariana thinks I'm stupid or uh, maybe we're not having sex as much. Maybe we're, so he's reverse engineering reasons like to present it to the jury. We're the jury Andy's the jury and none of them are really playing. Yeah. None of them are. Yeah, no, exactly. Okay. I want to flip this up for a second. Um, Lala also, we knew this for a while, but she spoke a little bit more about how, she could not film with her daughter Ocean this season because Randall sent a legal letter. Now, I saw on Twitter last night going down the rabbit hole. 1,300 in the room, guys, smash that like button. But I saw on Twitter where some fans were like, that's bullshit because he didn't mind having her on the show when he was on the show. Now that he's not on the show, he doesn't want her on the show. And then other fans were like, I totally agree with him because he's the father and he gets to make that decision. I talked about it with Jason last night and Jason's like, absolutely. If we were on a reality show together and we had our kid on the show and you and I got a divorce or broke up. Yeah. I'm going to hit you where it hurts. And our kid is not filming that show with you. And I was like, Oh, okay. So this is like spiteful shit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a hundred percent it's spiteful. I mean, there's not even a, there's, I don't think anybody would doubt that this is spiteful on Randall's part. This is, this is that BS. And, and I mean, I think Randall, I think Randall should play ball with Lala as much as he can, because, you know, more, more stuff will come out about Randall. I think he should be really like, he should step carefully. And like Lala said last night, he has the same person that represented Harvey Weinstein, which I think is potentially bad. Cause if I'm not mistaken, Harvey Weinstein's in jail now for the rest of his life. So, um, 
you know, Randall loved being a part of Vanderpump Rules. So he only didn't love it when all of this stuff came out. And now it's a whole different story. But it does hurt Lala in certain ways. Um, But we'll see, you know, we'll see what next season brings. What did you think last night when you saw James and he was telling Lisa that she should be grateful that he was on the show? Because look at everything I brought for you. And she's like looking at him like... Do you remember the last time somebody said to me, it's my show? It's like Vicky Gumbelson translated into Jax Taylor. Jax Taylor's like, this is my show. She's like, no, bitch, this is my show. And James is like, look at everything I just put in your lap. Had I not have brought the girl, she wouldn't have slept with her man. We wouldn't have Scandaball. It wouldn't be on CNN. So you're welcome, Lisa. But but that's very DJ James Kennedy. You know, it's just that it's more palatable in certain ways because he has a British accent. You know, it's like, he's like, look at what I did for you. Like, it is... There's a laughable quality to it because it's so blown out of proportion that we kind of laugh at him. But that's his there's a deep well of insecurity in DJ James Kennedy. And this is how he protects it by saying, look, I'm a genius. I'm this. I'm that. You know, look at what I've done. All of my mistakes were because I was young. You know, it's very fascinating, those things, because the audience is in that position to be like, oh, come on, James. Like we all say it. But for some reason this season, he is more palatable to the audience because by default, we have Sandoval being like the biggest bad ever. So now he's actually funny in these situations. He breaks the tension. It's ridiculous. Like, even when uh, they brought up the fact that, uh, you know, Raquel broke off the engagement in December of 2021, you know, they have a shot of DJ James Kennedy. He's just looking at his nails. He's like, yes, uh-huh, look at these nails. Beautiful nails. Totally, like, by the way, he wanted to do that. That was like a moment for sure. But yeah, he's... James is a he's a character for sure. He's a character. But the thing is, is it's like investing in something that's going to pay off down the line. And by payoff, I mean some kind of deep tragedy or pain. And you are Ali's a real smart cookie. um, But I do like all of these men on this show better real. And especially with Jax, if he wants to come back, they've got to watch themselves. DJ James Kennedy is a, you know, is, is three bad decisions away from a full year storyline on that show. So like, everybody's like got to, I keep saying on, on the show is like DJ James Kennedy really seems to have turned a corner for a lot of audience members. And what he chooses to do with that at this point is up to him. Right. He could ride this out and really, really see you know really show us like oh maybe he has changed or it could go the complete opposite way which it does with most reality stars and he will fall next season or the season after because there will be you know alcohol alcoholism just doesn't go away you know it doesn't just go away magically these are things he's going to have to work through his rest of his life and reality shows exacerbate problems they don't help problems go away well, no, and it was interesting to, um, I wanted to bring this up. Thank you so much, Joanne, for the super sticker. I wanted to bring this up really quick because the Toms were giving him a lot of shit about an appearance that they made where he almost got them kicked out because he was so drunk and he's looking at them like, I know you two clowns are not talking to me about alcohol. And I was like, to be fair, I've seen all of you guys. I've seen you all. Everybody's a, f- a freaking mess. And we've seen everybody yeah. a mess on the on the show. We've seen everybody a mess in real life. Like it's. It just is what it is. So well, I think I mean, that that's 
a little there was a moment brought up in that moment with with sandoval going like look dude there was a waitress that had to sign a release so they wouldn't sue the club we were working at because you grabbed her butt or something and like it was kind of like this off-thrown comment and you know dj james kennedy like argued it back but you know we do have to watch those things that's a very serious accusation like that's very serious and in another season you would have a whole nother 10 minutes on that moment but you know he does have to watch those certain things because that's I mean, that's horrible if that's true. Like if he grabbed somebody like and they had to actually sign a release not to sue, that's pretty in-depth and serious. And, you know, all of these men have some real issues. Yeah, yeah. I actually really enjoyed even though – Toby, oh, Ryan, leave James alone. I'm sorry. I'm just being honest. Uh, I don't leave James alone. Are you kidding me? Like I'm saying he's very entertaining, but are we just going to ignore the fact that there are certain issues? I'm not going to do that. No, I'm a realist. Are you kidding me? Toby's like – Leave no. James alone, Ryan. Yeah, please leave him alone. He's amazing. I like DJ James Kennedy, but if we're going to be honest. That's the actual honest things of what's happening in the show right now. That's fair, guys. That's all we're looking for is an honest opinion. Now, when Allie came on to the set, she was on for an entire four minutes. Um, but she's so cute. She's so sweet. You can tell like she's such a great balance because she looks at James and she's like, get your shit together. Stop being so explosive drink a little less and get a fucking therapist. And I'm like, oh, I kind of like Allie. And Allie's awesome. Allie was the one who figured out all of this shit from the jump. Yeah, Allie actually has. And I think that's like when people, when new people come on the show, Raquel wasn't like this, but there are certain new people. They come in and they see it so clearly. And I think that's what um, Allie brought to this group of like, yo, you guys are weird. Like, you know, like she would say multiple times, like normal people don't lie and do all of this stuff to each other. So she was able to call it out immediately. And that's where I'm like, what a good new addition that can come in, kind of spot these things that these people that have been there for so long can't see anymore because they're desensitized to how weird of a situation this is. So I thought Allie was just an MVP this season completely. And I do like her effects on DJ James Kennedy because he does need, you just got to be careful that she's not some like kind of mother type figure that she's like, you know, bad boy. Cause that, you know, he, he looks to Lisa for that in some ways, but I I'm all oh, yes. for Allie. I can't wait. Bottom. Yeah. I can't wait to see Allie in the second season. Cause you know, her part's going to be beefed up and I'm really curious, you know, cause I, I thought she was great. What she's going to look like going into it. No, I yeah. Com- I, I'm I'm interested to see. All right. So as we move on, um, Andy also asked about the low blows when it came to Raquel's parents, and James shared that Raquel's mom was actually extremely inappropriate, which is interesting for me to hear because based off of all of the information we get as fans and the little bit that we've seen them, we feel like they're very conservative, right? But he called her mom fat. She's asking if his pp's uncut like there's a lot of weird shit that's happening i want to be at this thanksgiving dinner this sounds amazing grandma buttons is across the table (laughs) i mean it's just it's wild and you see raquel and raquel's like looking and she's like "Mm, yeah that's but see that's another moment of like i thought at least when the family got brought up you would cut to the raquel fan cam and you would see that she was like no don't talk about my family but she was just like 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Just looking intensely at the screen, but you couldn't read what her actual emotion was. And I think there's there's an answer in that. There's an answer in the non-reaction. I'm telling you, there's like a processing. There's something. There's a she processes information differently. There's just no other way to describe it. But I mean, that's the thing that I want to more talk about. Like, I, I wish Andy would bring up things like, you know, DJ James Kennedy, when you were with Raquel, when you would have conversations with her, did she ever get emotional? Did she ever like, these are the things that I'm truly wondering um, about because I feel like we just still don't have those answers why we're seeing this. Because even though she did a very, very evil thing, there's something so childlike about Raquel that I don't, I still am not going in with the, she completely plotted against like, you know, like this was, I don't know. It's, I I can't figure her out at all. And it's, it keeps me up at night now. Yeah. Nora said, did you notice that Ali said she thinks she should have been more protective of her and James? Does that concern you? Uh, For me personally, I think no. I think that you don't know what it's like to film a reality TV show until you do it and you see yourself back. And I think in some of those moments, they're probably really uncomfortable. Just like when Lala looked at Ali on the reunion floor and she's like, you can say what you want. Like, meaning you don't have to be afraid of me. Like, let it out there. Make sure it's a good reunion. I also think being protective of their relationship actually inspires better scenes sometimes because that means Allie will stand up for that relationship of like, don't you tell me about DJ James Kennedy. No, la la. Like, no, you know, like that could actually provide a good argument uh, or something of that nature, which I would be interested to see as well. So I think it actually helps her if she was potentially a little more protective instead of just letting Lala say whatever she wants. But and that's the difference of having somebody somebody sane on that show, like Ali, who seems sane, where it would be an interesting conversation to see where she comes from with that. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Also, with Sheena in this episode, Sheena is talking to Andy about the restraining order, and Andy's like, so let's get into it. And she's like, can't talk about it until this date. And he's like, but did you punch her? And she's like, I literally cannot say anything until this date. And then, yeah, she's going like this. And then, of course, he looks at the rest of the cast. He's like, okay, so who here believes that she punched her? And I'm like, Andy, you little instigator. But Sandoval was asked, you know, do you believe that this is true? And he says, I wasn't there. And I don't want to upset my relationship with Sheena. And then you see Ariana and she's like, you don't have a relationship (laughs) with Sheena, you idiot. And I'm like, oh, shit, what is happening in this scene? Yeah. Yeah. I I mean... And that was really uh, that was really wild because you had just a minute long pause from Sandoval where he was like, I mean, I thought Sandoval was going to pass out in that moment. You know, he was just like he just couldn't bring himself to speak. And he was like, I'm I'm in a a rock and a hard place right now, you know, because Lisa was like, speak, boy, speak. And um, I don't know. I, I, I really don't. I mean, I know that for a fact, I mean, from Sheena, Sheena shoved her and Sheena threw her phone. I, I just uh, this is like, but this is also obviously you can tell the seriousness of this because everybody's like, don't say anything. Then Sandoval, just shut up, just shut up. Like, don't say anything. 
Um, and obviously this has affected, we see in Sheena's speech in this talking about her daughter and talking about how this is, you know, she's seen her mom cry all the time now. And those moments, whatever you think about them, for me, it kind of takes me, you're like, okay, you got to remember this is, this is reality show, but there's also, there's like levels of realness. You're like, this is like kids and somebody's family. And it it was, that, that was really intense. What Raquel did in terms of doing a temporary restraining order, because when you get legal people involved and the law involved, that takes it to a whole nother level that is so serious, has serious implications down the line, not just like reality show fans not liking you or liking you. Yeah, no, I completely agree with that. Um, Bell Reina said something, if not, something is not clicking with Raquel when she said that she thought there could be a path forward with Ariana after the affair came out. Like, what? <sighs> In my mind, when she said that, she's like, you know, I kind of thought there's maybe a, I was there's living a child, in my own little world. That's it. But that's it. She is in her own little world. And there's this childlike behavior that Raquel has in regards to how she thinks about relationships. I, I don't know. These are the only context clues we're getting. So we have to actually use them because Raquel's not really telling us much information. So that was like eye opening to me of how could you possibly think? How could you possibly think that you had a path forward with Ariana? Like, that's just one thing that will never, never happen. And if it does, you'll see her at little group party things at Lisa's if she comes back to the show, which if if Raquel is at this mental health facility, if these things, if her parents really do care the way that we hear that they're really protective, she shouldn't be doing a season 11. I know that's blasphemous to say because we want to see this. Yeah, but. I mean, why would you ever, after this much pain was caused, why would you ever come back to that show? Right. No. I mean, honestly, unless you're just clueless. Will we see Ryan again tomorrow for Hot Messy Talk? Guys, Ryan has an entire platform. Yeah, yeah. yeah, You're going to see a three-hour reunion on the podcast tomorrow, and uh, and I got to go to Arizona, and I got to there. Yeah, unfortunately not tomorrow, but I'm here today, and that's we we sell we live for today. Yes, we need a new host for the Vanderpump Rules reunion. Would either of you listen? I think you, Adam, you'd be good. I think Adam is just as attractive as Andy. I think he's he's got the he's fair. He's not. He's not a uh, he I think he can reach out to both sides, which I think is even keeled and needed. Um, I just want. The, sometimes I want Andy to press more. I think that's the the one big thing is but he but it's hard. I always think about his performances because you have to be even keeled. You have to like not close out Sandoval. You have to let him you have to bring him into it. It's a really tough job. And I think he never it's a really tough job. What did you what do you think of Andy's performance so far? I think he's honestly, I think he's doing a great job. I feel like you can definitely always tell who his favorites are and who gets away with things, just like on the Jersey reunion with Teresa's phone ringing and the way that, you know, James is walking off set and he's like, you're a worm with a mustache. And then you see his (laughs) face, like kind of, he gets like this grin and he's like, what the fuck? And just smiling. Like you can tell when he's really annoyed and does not like certain cast members, Jennifer Aiden, or when he actually does. So, uh, Deeks, I feel Tom was debating if he wanted to lie on TV about a legal matter to back up his mistress story. That could be true. And honestly, when Sheena was like, then shut the fuck up, his rendition of the story was very different than Lala and Ariana's version of the story. And he was saying that he heard Sheena say on the phone that I just punched that bitch in the face. And Ariana was like, that is not what she said. She said, I just pushed her. 
And he was like, no, no, no. And Sheena was like, stop with that shit. You weren't there. Stop saying you know something that you don't know. And I was just like, oh, shit, this is all happening. It's all happening. Yeah. Oh, my favorite part of last night was when Sheena presented Andy with the vinyl of Good as Gold. And I will say... When Sheena was on the podcast a day before she went on Watch What Happens Live, I gave her the suggestion of doing the vinyl for Good as Gold. And I messaged with Sheena last night and I said, I need to buy a copy immediately as a music lover and a vinyl collector. I need that Good as Gold vinyl. Period. What'd she say? She was like, "Where?" she was like, do you think it's worth it? Do you think that people would buy it? I was like, I'll buy a bunch of copies. Who knows past that? But then I saw Brock. Brock tagged me in his story last night where he was like making them online and he's doing it with like the gold plating. So, I mean, to me, that is, I actually am a vinyl collector cause I'm a nerd and I would, I, I would love that. I would truly love to have a good as gold vinyl, gold plated vinyl. I think that would be amazing. Sell that at target. I honestly, I'm a huge proponent for anything Sheena does. Uh, I, first of all, I wouldn't be married today if it wasn't for Sheena. So I always am team and pro Sheena. By the way, I wanted to ask you, when they're talking about the restraining order, what did you think when they panned over to the one-on-one with Raquel and she's like, I completely regret filing it. I regretted it the minute that I filed it. It's like, and she's like, I'm working with my team to drop it. No, you're not. You didn't even get that shit signed. Yeah, working with, I, I, I got to be in on these team meetings. Like that should be yeah. part of the Peacock supersized episode. Everybody's teams and everybody's conversations. It seems like all these conversations like don't really amount to a lot. And it seems like a lot of these teams, they get it wrong completely. They don't do what would actually help you out in these situations. Like I, I feel like whoever's advising Tom and Raquel has have been horrible in terms of, you know, the, the TMZ push alerts and all of this stuff. I think it's been really cringy on top of a bad situation and yeah. they've made it really easy to continually dislike them. They've not yeah. done themselves any, I mean, to, I mean, to Raquel's credit, I always say, listen, the fact that she, if she is in a mental health facility or not, the fact that she disappeared and stayed quiet, that is so important on letting people move on, letting the anger subside. But with Tom out there in everybody's face all the time, it doesn't make things better. Like right. it really doesn't like let you got to give, you know, that's, what's going to be so great for this season to end. And everybody can start to go back to a little bit of, of normalcy of like the, you know, we're not going to ever be in a pre-scan of all society, but right. it will be good to like get back. This is taking up so much oxygen on all of these other Bravo shows. We've got to go back to like enjoying other things besides this huge debate. And, and eventually you're going to see it flip the other way where we're going to be upset at Ariana eventually. You know, it'll be too much. Yeah. It'll it, be like, why are we celebrating this girl so much? Like, that's that's just, or it'll be just like, human nature. It'll be like a season or two has passed and we're still treating. It was like when Stassi was still treating Jax like shit. And people are going to be like, oh, my God, girl, move on. And that's when that's probably there will be backlash at some point. Right now, that's not happening. TMZ or it was Daily Mail who reported that Ariana has probably made near a million dollars off of this whole scandal, which is crazy. Hope, but yeah, good for her. Um, yeah, yes, very, I do very agree. It's like the tides do turn. It's like when Erica Jane was at the Beverly Hills reunion and she's like, "One of you bitches will be in this chair one day," and it's like, it's true. I mean, it probably won't be to the same. Uh, same insanity, Erica, but you know, by the way, I, I hate that they finished filming that reunion. And now we see Erica Jane on town with that other 75 year old lawyer or whoever she's out hanging out with old habits yeah. die hard. And he's like, I'm married. Yeah. What the, 
does that mean? <laughs> yeah, by the way, I love that married is a catch-all. Like, we've been proven that marriage doesn't seem to mean anything to anybody, so that doesn't mean a thing. Yeah. Imagine being married to that dude, and you see those pictures of your husband pop up with Erica Jane. That's like the nightmare of all nightmares. We're not hooking up. I'm just paying her legal bills, and I'm married, and I'm running around with her, but you don't see my wife in the photo, but nothing strange is happening. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> right? I mean... Okay, so at the end of this, you see where they cue in Raquel and she starts coming in and you see Sheena who's like sitting there like shaking, blowing, like, here we go. And she's like chugging her, or not chugging, she's drinking her White Claw. And then we cue Raquel onto the stage and she's like, hey, Andy. And it's like, next time on the season, whatever. Um, What were your thoughts? How do you think this is going to go? Because Lala Kent recently came out and said, you thought we were on 100 when the reunion first started? Wait until you see when Raquel comes out. Well, I mean, there's a couple moments leading up to the end right there. Like that cutaway to Sheena in the trailer that Raquel was in with the White Claw was just comedically perfect. The editing on that was so amazing because you could tell Sheena was like steamed. But the slow walkout of Raquel... And, you know, Raquel talking to Jeremiah, the producer, before she goes out saying, like, I just got to do it. I just got to, you know, but there still doesn't seem to be this overall anxiety, like she's not exhibiting nerves. So she walks out very slowly. The other big moment that we are not touching on yet is the Tom Sandoval says green light when at the very end and says green light and then Schwartz takes out his bottle of Xanax and they have that Xanax moment. So right. the, the, what did Tom Sandoval mean as green light when he said green light? I was didn't hear a, him say green light. He says green light. It was that a cue to Schwartz to pull out the Xanax bottle as like a bit to like diffuse the situation because it's a, it's a, it's like a carrot top prop comedy bit. Like Schwartz pulls out the Xanax. He's like, I just uh, take a Xanax and every and Lisa's like, you're taking a Xanax. And it was like this kind of like brief comedic moment. But Sandoval does say green light, almost like that is a tip off. Uh, Go back and watch it. See what you guys think. I don't want to be conspiratorial, but it does seem interesting that that happened right when they're bringing Raquel out. And it kind of throws off. And if we do think Tom Sandoval does prepare or think these things through, that could have been a bit. In fact, this is the other thing. This is how much deeply I watch this show now. When you see that clip of next week when Raquel goes, James and Lala can't um, speak because they they fucked each other. They they slept with each other. And James is like, I was 21. And Lala like, we, you know, I wasn't your best friend, ho. If you look at Sandoval on the cutaway, Sandoval is leaned over into Raquel, almost kind of like mouthing words. Like he's like. Like he's in her, like, it's like almost like get like, do it, Raquel, do it. Like say what we told you to say. Cause that, I know that's crazy, but if you look at it, you see Sandoval like leaned over into Raquel's eyeline, like almost like he's like, yes, this is what we had talked about. Say the thing about you guys were sleeping together. I didn't even notice that, but I did notice at one point he was sitting there because I remember when they originally, the rumor was that they didn't have their phones while filming. And there's photos of Sheena and Allie. There's photos of, uh, or there's Raquel on her phone while she's sitting in her trailer. And then you see Tom on his phone at the reunion like this. And I was like, who's he texting? Like, what's going, you know, almost wondering if he was texting Raquel. But Raquel was watching everything. So Big Apple Girl, yay. Uh, hey, thank you. Um, Dwight Baldwin, reveal threesome happened or Raquel? Okay, I'm not saying Well, that. you know, it, it, by the way, if, it, if, it, if that second one, 
I don't think that's the reveal because if it was, I think that wouldn't air and make television. And I think yeah. they would actually never even entertain her coming back to the show. Yeah. So that second one, you got to throw out kind of completely because when it gets to, it's kind of like the, the TRO or once you get law involved, once that happens, the shows like you can't use her on the show ever again. Like you just yeah. wouldn't. Yeah. I mean, like there's just the, the Bravo. Would it's not, a liability. Yeah. You wouldn't use that. So I do not think that at all. The threesome, I mean, that there could potentially have been something like a hot tub thing with Schwartz Sandoval, but I I'm trying to think if that information was revealed, would that stop the cast from wanting to come back? It would just make us really even feel grosser about those guys. Yeah. It, it does feel like one incestuous side. Oh my God. Even when she went to come out and Andy was like, shorts, you're going to have to move down one. And Ariana was like, no, no. And I was like, why? Because yeah. she didn't want Tom to feed Raquel shit, probably. Well, I think that was also, and I think the, remember, at this point, Ariana hadn't seen tons of, the, she hadn't even seen the, reu- the the finale yet. So remember, she has not seen them together next side by side as a couple. So from my understanding, what I had heard is that Ariana did request for them not to sit together and they ignored that request uh, or tried, you know, like, and that was very upsetting because I think she visually didn't want to see that across from her. Yeah. Oh, that makes because of this, I mean, like, because remember this was a real relationship and this is very like, that's, you know, this is very triggering right. in so many ways. Yeah. Um, Nicolati said on the Peacock version, Sandoval was screaming at Ariana and called her a motherfucker. And Lisa said, did you just call her a motherfucker? Yeah. Did you just happened. call her a motherfucker, Sandoval? Yeah, he, he because they were talking about um, prepping for reunions and coaching and things like that. And then it gets into this weird back and forth fight where Sandoval's like, you did. You prepped. This was your tactic. This was your tactic. And they're screaming back and forth. And he was like, this is your tactic, motherfucker. You know, mother bleep. And it, it's so dumb. Like, and then the way he says it is so dumb. But I will say he does seem to have a very... uh he does seem to be very triggered by people thinking that he's dumb. Like yeah. that seems to be a very big Achilles heel for him. And um, I, he's probably been, but I, you know, when I've talked to Sandoval before and like you probably have as well, is that the dude leads with passion, which I thought was always great. And he wasn't the best with his words, which he's aware of. In fact, he's talked about that multiple times. And that's why he always said him and Ariana made a good pair because she would be able to help him like with what because she understood what he wanted to say. And she would help him say that. But that's not happening with Raquel. Yeah. Well, that's that's what I said. I said that's but it's so like I think being passionate is such a great gift that I always just kind of didn't care that Tom couldn't communicate effectively in sentence structure, but I always, always admired his passion. So I always let that off, but you know, things like this highlights that he doesn't know the right things to say and that he will like sometimes hit too hard and not realize the situation he's in, you know, because Lala will hit too hard and can sometimes be really extreme and sometimes potentially too much, but at least she speaks in a very specific pattern and can communicate it might not be the way you like to hear people communicate but she communicates effectively for what she's saying no i i mean yeah and just like when lisa said to her on last night's episode she's like lala we like this side of you we don't always want to see the aggressive side and i'm like i don't know what you're talking about but she is not coming off that aggressive ass side she does not want you guys to see her with her walls down it's not happening 
Yeah, I mean, which I understand, but also, yeah, the Lisa of it all, we'll have to talk about after the third reunion. But, um, yeah, oh. Lisa. Okay, well, Ryan, what are you looking forward to when it comes to part three of the reunion? I'm looking forward to it being over. Um, I am looking forward to the very last scene. No, I, I'm, this is, I mean, really, this has been mentally exhausting for a lot of us, even though it's been one of the best seasons of reality television ever. Uh, I'm looking forward to getting some distance on this and to really, but yeah, of course I'm looking for to see what Raquel says, but as I've said, you know, for the last month, don't expect much. You're not right. going to get much. So temper your expectations, you know, she's not going, you know, we've already seen the clips we've seen. She doesn't get worked up. She doesn't get, you know, what you are going to see is a very emotional Ariana. So we're going to see that Ariana, Tom head to head, whatever that is. You're going to see Tom be able to do his crying scene, which I think is probably honest and how he feels. But you'll be able to see that um, you potentially will see whatever this reveal is, which I'm excited to see it. But they've built it up so much now that I'm scared we will be. um will be disappointed so just temper your expectations but overall i'm just very excited that this i mean that they really stuck the landing like they're this is going to be they're going to end this of course then we have the secrets revealed episode the next week which that's my question is the reveal going to be on the secrets revealed episode or is it going to be in the third part of the reunion i think they literally have secrets revealed yeah i think it's the third part of the reunion i think it's the last five minutes like jen molster said yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. And then they had that Bravo uh, preview of like, you're not going to believe the last five minutes when they were already doing the trailer for next week. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm looking forward to all of those things. And uh, you know, that unfortunately, with these middle reunions, it's hard because it would just be so easy and nice if they just you know, did an hour and a half on part one and an hour and a half on part two and just call it a day. But you know, we it's money guys. Like they, you know, it's like you're selling advertising, you know, this is making really, really good money. So of course they're going to drag this out. And to that point, thank God they didn't do a four part like Beverly Hills does. Thank God. Thank God they, they're ending it when they are, because you know, there is so much footage on that floor that we want to see and they're not using. So yeah, I think three parts is good. I thought there were so many great elements of this that you can pick apart. But it's only going to be great in retrospect once we see the third part and we can piece everything together. I'm fucking exhausted. Okay. Okay. All right, Ryan, if they don't, if they don't know, well, yeah, let them know where they can find you. Yes. Uh, And by the way, a couple of people asked in the chat, uh, Gilbert, Arizona is where I'm, uh, that's where my, my mom's sick right now. So I'm going, so it's, it's a whole thing, but Gilbert, Arizona is the Arizona where I'm going to, um, so uh, it's so bad. It's good with Ryan Bailey. You see the Instagram right there. It's a lot of silly memes. But then the podcast and the YouTube channel, the podcast especially, so bad. It's good with Ryan Bailey. Tomorrow we do huge recap. Like I do three hour Vanderpump recaps where it's a line by line recap, and then I do a part two where we break down all of the podcasts of the week, all the Vanderpump podcasts, all the Vanderpump news. Uh, we usually don't do two parts, but everything became so much over the Vanderpump Palooza of all of this that it just. So they're just massive shows. But then like on Wednesday, we had Katie Maloney and you can see that on our YouTube channel as well. Katie was great. Um, And we just have a lot of guests. Like I I have the psychic Anthrodite on next week, who's a YouTuber. He's a pop culture psychic. He was amazing. Anthrodite. I don't know if you guys know him, but we have so many. That is. Yeah, we have so many good guests coming up and I'm very excited about the future. So if you could subscribe to the YouTube channel or, or check out the pod, but also 
you don't need to do any of that. Just thank you for being here today. And thank you for, I mean, just your audience is awesome. As I say every week, Adam. So thank you. You guys truly are the best. So, and you guys know that. Hey, thanks, Ryan. Yes, definitely. Everybody go get subscribed. And also, if you want to make it just a little bit easier, you don't want to type it in, go to the description. We already tagged so bad. It's good with Ryan Bailey. So you can check out his YouTube channel. And then from there, you can check him out on every other platform. Ryan, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate the hell out of you. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Be be kind to each other. Don't cheat. Be kind. Don't cheat. Don't cheat. We'll see you next time. Thanks, Ryan. All right, guys, before we end up going, I just want to show you guys because we know that BravoCon is right around the corner. So just in case you guys are interested, I wanted to bring this up really quick. We still have our BravoCon merch, which is honestly my favorite merch. It doesn't have to be just for women or just a crop top. But on top of that, we're getting back into the Real Housewives of Orange County. So we have the judges back merch on everything. And then, of course our Vanderpump Rules inspired merch, which is so freaking cute, especially the shirts. So go check it out. If you're a part of our members only, then you have a special discount code and we will be back for members only on Monday for our Vanderpump Rules behind the scenes edition. And then tomorrow, Jason and I will be back for Hot Messy Topics. Guys, thank you to everybody who sent the super chats and the super stickers. Thank you to everyone in the live chat. We love you guys so much and we'll see you next time. Bye guys. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.